Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Mm, Jordan Morris, boy detective. Every week on Jordan, Jesse, go, we take a deep dive into the world of botany. From the stamen mm, Jesse, to the pistol. I don't want to. Really? No, I don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to do that this week. I'm tired of flowers. Re- you're tired of flowers? I'm tired of pollen? I never imagined, Jordan, not in a not in a hundred thousand years yeah, did I, I know, imagine. I know that you you never thought that Jordan Violet Head Morris, the biggest my Vi- other the biggest Violet fan in the world. My other nickname, in addition to Boy Detective, is Violet Head. Of course, people know this, but. To say nothing of your passion for lupins. It just seems so frivolous, you know, what with, you know, world events like they are. Sure, there's a lot of world events. Oh, I mean, boy, you they're can, all over that's the place. a very good point. There are a lot of events in the world, all over the world, not just here in the United States. Yeah, boy, nationwide. Right, and internationally. And internationally. Across borders. Some shit's happening in Antarctica, probably. All the ships at sea. Yeah, and, you know, American box office receipts are at their lowest in 20 years. Yeah, the film industry Nobody's is quaking going in its out boots. To the movies. Nobody's going out to the movies. They're staying home. They have home entertainment systems. So it seems like just so frivolous to talk about when more important flowers. things are going on. You know, of course, I mentioned pollens. Sure. Um pollinators. Pollinators, fuzzy-legged bees, yeah. Yeah. Uh chlorophyll. Sure. Why don't we I mean, why don't we just lean in? Okay. As f- if we're going to be frivolous, right? Let's just do it. I read that book, Whole Hog. A Whole Hog Frivolous Program. No, that's the self-help book I want you to read. Whole Hog. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah. It's about using the whole thing. Using every part of metaphorically. the pig. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Um, right down to the snout. Right. Um, from the ruta to the tuna? Mhm. Mm-hmm. It's from the uh it's from the uh Guy who invented AskJeeves.com. Got it. <laughs> C- former CEO of AskJeeves. Now he's a barbecue pit master. Mm-hmm. He's following his dreams. Whole hog in bookstores now. So why don't we just get rid of the artifice? Okay. If we're just going to be frivolous, let's just chat. Really? Let's maybe bring in a guest, I don't know, from the international sphere. Okay. We were mentioning the fact that there are other countries. Yeah. Let's I- prove it. A lot of people Let's prove that there's other countries. A lot of people don't know that about the world, mm-hmm. um, but that is something that's been going on for decades now. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Africa, absolutely. Um, Yemen, sure, that's out there. Uh, I, you know, I've been uh, I've been hearing a lot about Malaysia lately. I haven't looked into it, mm-hmm. uh, but I'd be interested to learn. The Dominican Republic's more popular than ever. Yeah, there's no doubt about. It. Have you seen the Google trend lines <laughs> I mean, on I, the DR? I wouldn't want to. Yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> make me feel bad about my Google trend lines. Sure. By the way, my wife's upset about my Google trend lines. But you know, Jesse, what also is important that they don't say is Google trend width. <laughs> That's a good point. It's not the length of the Google trend line. Necessarily, it's right. also important that the Google trend line be wide. That it, that it have girths. That it have, that girth. have girth. And also, girthsome. And also that the uh, Google trend line is okay with eating pussy. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, See, this is the kind of show we should be doing. Yeah. Okay. Nothing. Wow, I had a whole daffodil thing planned, but I am crumpling it, it up and throwing Get it, it away. Uh, let's bring in – I mean there's a guy sitting here mm-hmm. 
who's come all the way from Copenhagen, Denmark. Mm-hmm. And I imagine he's here to talk about tulips or whatever, but maybe he would <laughs> talk nope, to we're us. We're not doing it. We're, about we'll talk about anything but. Anything but uh, tulips. Uh, he is a, a major celebrity in his native Denmark, perhaps the most famous Dane in all of Denmark. Mm-hmm. Um, I say that not because I'm confident of it, because I simply don't know. I don't have the means to mm-hmm. judge. He claims to be a celebrity in his native Denmark. Yep. He's he's told us all about his celebrity, mm-hmm. um, uh, among other things. is the host of a late-night television program in Denmark, uh, which has a name that is... In Danish, uh, so I'm I'm not going to try and say the name mm-hmm. of the program, uh, but his name Anders Breinholt. Hi, yes. Anders. Hi, Jess. Thank what you. is what's the name of your program in Denmark? Uh, Netholl. Sure. So that will be the night shift. Oh, okay. Oh. That will be the yeah the direct tra- translation of that. That will be night the night shift. And I want to be clear. Mm-hmm. All of this setup seems like it's. For us to do a bit with a guy doing a funny voice. <laughs> no. I want to be clear. Real man. Real Anders man. is yeah. a real man yeah. who actually has a television program in yeah. Denmark, mm-hmm. who I met one time in Denmark, yep. then invited to our studio if he was ever in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. He's called my bluff, mm-hmm. and he's sitting here now. Yep. Anders, welcome to the program. It's Thank you very much. A joy to have you here. Yeah, and I'm really happy to be here. How is Los Angeles treating you so far? Very nice. We came in on Thursday and uh, been pretty jet-lagged. Out last night, got yeah, drunk. Okay. Yeah. Drunk. Right. Yeah. Let's, That's let's, fair. let's elaborate. Let's elaborate. Mm-hmm. When you say, when you, when, where, does a, where does a Danish TV celebrity go out when they are going out in L.A.? All uh, of the hottest clubs? I, no. We're just out for dinner. Yeah. Um, I have some friends living here uh, and some Danish friends, and they've been living here for, what, 30 years or something? Okay. Uh, and we were at a very fancy Italian restaurant in oh. West Hollywood. Uh, sounds Beverly fancy. Hills-ish. Really fancy. Sounds very yeah. fancy. Called Sea Anemone. Exactly. Very good restaurant. No, it's very nice. A lot of wine. And yeah. And a lot of things drifting past it. Yes, but no nightclubs. Okay. Unfortunately. And I don't know where to go. If if, if I wanted to go to a nightclub in LA, where should I go? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, you've come I'm to looking, the right exactly. place. Yes. I'm looking at two very old men just looking at me like, what, what is nightclubs? <laughs> I, you know, I can, I, can tell you, I can tell you maybe three bars in the immediate area that have an old Street Fighter machine. <laughs> if, that, if that is your idea in pumping of a quarters wild night. Into an arcade deck yeah. of Street Fighter 2. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I can but tell last you. Night, there were no people in uh, that part of the city because um, there was the fight. Oh, oh sure, yeah, yeah, there was the big uh, match, the big, the big race war. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the was... televised race war. Yeah. Uh, this this episode will be coming out roughly a month after the race war has okay. concluded. <laughs> but, however, I am so impressed that boxing is the one part of America where even in these turbulent times. Uh, people will go on television and basically say, yes, we are conducting a race war. <laughs> Would you like to pay $100 to watch? And then other people will be like, well, yes, here's my $100. Sure. It's the most pay-per-view match ever. Really? Yeah. This is, really, say, this is the Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather thing. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Elderly, elderly boxing champion Floyd Mayweather mm-hmm. versus uh, kickboxing MMA champion sure. – 
Conor McGregor yeah. in a boxing match. Yeah. Did you see all the um, press meetings and all that gatherings before the match? I did. Didn't he? Now, didn't Conor McGregor, mm-hmm. who is seems like a racist cartoon of an Irishman (laughs) in like a newspaper in 1912. And to be clear, when we say he seems like a racist cartoon Mm -hmm. of an Irishman, we mean both racist against the Irish (laughs) and racist. And a racist. I don't know anything about the man. If you told me he was racist, I would uh, probably say I would probably believe you. I feel like at some point he told Floyd Mayweather to dance for him like a monkey or something like that. Sure. Let's go with that. I think the word bitch came up a billion yeah. times. I guess, yeah. 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 Not necessarily, but in, Not in a, poor taste. <laughs> neither, in, neither of these men, classy men. <laughs> sure, yes. Uh, men but who, rich men. Very rich men. Uh, how is it with... Uh, um, uh, <laughs> Mayflower. Mayflower. Floyd. Yeah. Floyd. Yeah. yeah. What is it uh, with the Mayflower? May, Mayflower. Why did they land I, I, I on I got confused about all the flower talk before. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, Mayweather. <laughs> Was it, is he... Um, is he broke or is he not broke? Does he? Uh... No, he is extraordinarily rich. He yeah. is. But yeah. What is, there was this story about t- him, him uh, uh, some tax issues or something like that. I'm not surprised to hear that. I'm going to you know, say I'm going to say that this. members of the boxing community are probably not the strongest in the area of tax accountancy. <laughs> right, right, right. I would say those guys are not guys prepared for the extraordinary volumes of money being dumped at their doors. Um, and they probably don't have a go-to guy no, no. for that. I did see that in right in the kind of the tumultuous lead up to this fight, there were like some there were like some rowdy weigh-ins, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll yeah, and I will probably agree with you that these are probably both evil men in different ways. Yeah, and we probably shouldn't be giving them money, but we did. That's the society we live in. Yeah. Uh, but Conor McGregor did, to one of the weigh-ins, wear a, a pinstripe suit where if you zoom in on the pinstripes, it said, fuck you. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. That was a solid piece of business. Sure, absolutely. I, I appreciated that. Just, on a different just, man, that's a, good, that's a good move. You're into men's you know, yeah. clothing and all sure. that. And he's pretty you know, well-dressed. You well, I mean, for a a guy whose job is to get hit in the face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would say definitely among the getting kicked in the face community, (laughs) he puts the effort in. Yeah, okay. (laughs) To put on a necktie. He was wearing a a shirt and tie when he was getting his hands wrapped before the fight. Mm. Speaking of things that this this is what we're doing on this week's program. People who care. They've long left it behind. This is a month old. Sure. Uh, the people yeah. who haven't heard yeah. about this, uh, they don't care. So we're right there <laughs> yeah. in our – we're right there in the Venn diagram of Jordan, Jesse, Go listeners. We've alienated everyone. Yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 on, on uh, last night while this fight was going on, yeah. uh, I was with some friends mm-hmm. uh, at, a, at an all-day – I was at an all-day punk rock thing. Mm-hmm. And at this all-day punk rock thing uh, – All-day wh- punk rock All-day punk rock thing, thing mm-hmm. uh, out in a field. Yeah. Great place to do that. Yeah. Uh, At night, it's a concert. During the day, it's just a polo. It's a a long polo game. Yeah. Uh, And one of the bands, one of the headlining bands at this thing was the Dropkick Murphys. Sure. Mm -hmm. This is a popular belligerent punk rock band. Yes. Um, So they did the uh, intro for what was uh, the the Departed. They did a song for the Departed. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, shipping up to Boston. Yeah, they're, they're exactly. Irish themed. Yes, 
Um, Is that how, that's how they would put it. Yeah. Right? So they are from. <laughs> so they are from. So it was a kind of a co-headlining thing with Rancid. Right. By the way, Jesse, you were saying on a previous program. Yeah. That you. Uh, that people were telling you that you look like any bald guy with a beard. Yes. Have people been telling you you look like the guy from Rancid? No. Do I look like the guy from Rancid? That is what he looks like now, except for the bald head spiderweb tattoo. Oh, full okay. spiderweb. <laughs> Got it. Have you considered full spiderweb? I should think about full spiderweb. If I was going to look like a punk rock bald guy with a beard, how about the guy from Effed Up? Oh, yeah, sure. I like that guy. He's a real sweet guy. That That's a good guy to look like. Yeah. Um... So yeah, so they are they are both they, I guess I would have to be shirtless. They are both what Dropkick Murphys and Rancid have in common. They are both kind of riffing on a late seventies working class British punk rock. Uh you know, something something you know, wasn't arty. Wasn't right. like your talking heads. This is the people's punk rock. Exactly. A lot of songs about the criticizing the national elf. Right. <laughs> if you want a loud song about the national elf, you you come you come to this sort of music. Is the national elf is is that like the Lucky Charms guy for a malt liquor? Or? <laughs> yes, yeah, the, yes, the national elf. <laughs> How many uh, people attend this? You know, oh boy, uh, there was a lot of people. Uh, yeah, this was this was in the Inland Empire. I was so, about to say, where in Orange County was this? Happened? Oh, this is the IE, Jesse. <laughs> got it. This is the IE. Yeah, that's uh, that's some next level shit. Yeah, nine oh nine. Yeah, got it. Um, so. Is it thousand, hundred people? 2, yeah, if they say thousands, I would say okay. in the thousands. Okay. I am very bad at at guessing how many people are in a thing. I'm, I'm going to say, say four thousand. Yeah, I would say between. I was going to say five thousand. Five thousand, it is. Um. So yeah. So they have t- both taken this kind of British music from the seventies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dropkick Murphys have replaced Ipswich with Boston, and Rancid have replaced Ipswich with a very particular bus line in Berkeley. <laughs> a very particular bus route. As a native, as a native of San Francisco, who spent his teenage years uh, at the height of Gilman Street, mm-hmm. I can confirm the centrality of certain bus lines in Berkeley sure. to East Bay punk rock, circa 1993. Um, and you know these two things about, Rand- and then they've added some Irish shit. They added some Irish shit later. So these two things you can imagine attract a certain kind of man. Right. To the Dropkick Murphys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of like a, his other interests might be calligraphy. <laughs> well, um, so I was concerned about this right. event. I guess maybe calligraphy in the old English font. Yeah. Yeah. And while we were waiting for them to go on, a lot of people were just yelling Conor McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> the fight was not being projected anywhere. <laughs> so I was worried. Yeah. But then I remembered. Then I remembered a time when I saw them in college, the Dropkick Murphys, and they were not a, you know, a big thing. They were still a, you know, a thing of punk rock interest. And but they still attracted uh, they still attracted a a kind of guy who is who is who is enthusiastic about European heritage. Uh-huh. So I met, I met this thing in college in Santa Cruz. Dropkick Murphys are playing. Mm-hmm. Guy jumps on stage. Throws out a Zeke Heil, Heil Hitler. Oh wow! Ooh. In Santa Cruz. In Santa Cruz. That's, that's in the eighties. What? This is yeah. This is this is two thousand and five. Two thousand and five. And let's let's be clear. Santa Cruz. 
that's not Hitler country. No, 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 no. <laughs> this guy was coming, probably coming from elsewhere. This yeah. guy probably came into town. Yeah. I mean, my guess is yeah. you'd probably have uh, more like uh, Central American Marxists. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But uh, this guy jumped on stage, Zeke Heil. Mm-hmm. Band stops playing, throws down their instruments, beats him up, <laughs> and then keeps playing. <laughs> and as I'm sitting there being worried about this, I am like, oh, I think this will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. So with that in mind, yes. you uh, were really looking forward to the concert yes. last night. Mm-hmm. and. Besides the uh, McGregor, yes, know, yeah, yeah, applauding. Mm-hmm. What happened? Uh, no, went off without a hitch. Great show. <laughs> how do you? No, lovely. How do you? No one. No, no one. Or anything? No, I think I think the 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 place that this was occurring. I think the main kind of person there is like a uh, like a a Latino guy wearing all black. So yeah. I don't think you had a lot of. So maybe at some point in this tour they ran into a uh, a white guy with suspenders, but not here. <laughs> I uh, I wonder, Jordan, because you are you've been a punk rocker your whole life, sure. Um, since, punk rock enthusiast since maybe. about second grade, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but you are getting to the point in your life mm-hmm. where I can I, look. I'm a year older than you, sure. so I'm a little further mm-hmm. down this road than you are. But I'm at the point in my life where if I go to a concert, mm-hmm. I have two concerns. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the music, but I have two concerns. Music's great. I think we could all agree. <laughs> if music <laughs> be the for... food of life, play on. Play on, waiter. Um, I have I have two concerns. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about it's. It's probably a little too loud. Pretty loud. My second concern is my back hurts. Mm-hmm. Now, when I'm going to a concert, mm-hmm. at this point, let's be honest, I'm going to like a neo-soul concert. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see Bilal or something sure. like that, okay? This is this already had 40-year-old African-American couples in nice outfits. Mm-hmm. This had that 20 years ago, yeah. so God knows it has it now, mm-hmm. okay? You are going to a punk rock concert where a big part of the concert is everybody pushing each other. So how does it work for you as a man in your mid thirties? So uh, this one was <laughs> this one was nice uh-huh. because outdoors had a little lawn area. So for the the you know first first you know two hours that we're there, we're hanging out on the lawn, we're drinking a twelve dollar beer, uh-huh. we're smoking a J. All right, that's nice. Did you have, did you bring a little picnic? <laughs> yeah, Some cold cuts. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think for the for the you know you just have to choose when you're going to be rowdy. Mm-hmm. I think when I, I was I had a really great time. Did you see? Mm-hmm. Did you go to the Hollywood Bowl for that Operation Ivy show? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it sure. was really nice. It was nice. And I had the best pate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they basically you they get do that a great you job. order that picnic basket. Mm-hmm. They give really nice chicken liver pate. Um, and a, and a great rosé too. I think I they make really it there. Enjoy I think that. they make it there. Do they have a winery at the bowl? Because that is a it's great rosé. It's fresh. It is. That is a fresh. And I love a fresh I wine. Love a fresh wine. Ooh, I love just a, a nice wine. Right, right out the grape. Right. Right out the grape. Right off the vine. Just pluck it right off the vine and put it right in my mouth. Yeah. While listening to Dead Kennedys tribute band playing, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. sure, yeah, 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 great festival, great festival. Yeah. It's still the Dead Kennedys, just not with Jello Biafra, oh, no. yeah. another guy. Okay. Yeah, um, he, uh, 
so yeah, so I think the idea is just to pick a to pick a bit when you're going to be rowdy, mm-hmm. and then just have a place you can retreat to, right? To make sure that you know, I pro- I'm not seeing a lot of not a, sh- a lot of shows these days in like converted art galleries, right? Or YMCA's mm-hmm. where you're you know you're crammed in with everybody and everybody's being rowdy. There's a little rowdy area that you can go to. But if not, there's a bar you can hang out by. There's a lawn you could smoke a J on. You have been taking a pretty rowdy spin class at the YMCA. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is pretty wild. It gets, it, gets, it gets a little nuts. Yeah, some of those... Uh, Affirmations. Yeah, some of those 45-year-old women are really toned. <laughs> sure. And they go hard. <laughs> they go hard. They're not afraid to yeah. turn them wheels. <laughs> John, you should go to Copenhagen. We have a festival in Copenhagen called Copenhill. Okay. That's the name of it. But it's a hard rock festival. Okay. And um, I haven't been there because I'm not that much into hard rock music. Sure. But everyone that goes there says it's a fantastic festival. And um, it's all old bands like, you know, Scorpions. All oh, that. Iron sure. Maiden and bands like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And it's designed for men in their middle 30s, sure. 40s, showing up. Only beer, you know, and I don't know what you call it when you have a nail and a hammer and then you, you know, they have this competition where you, yeah, just hammer the nail down. You okay, you're saying, saying this like this <laughs> is like familiar. I'm not, no. <laughs> I have no so, you know, idea. when you go to a concert with 30-year-old men, you drink a beer and you hammer a nail. Exactly. So, so, no, wait. So, please explain this to us. I want to invite you next year, both yes. of you. Yes. It's in June. Okay. And you should come. Wait. I feard Copenhagen is beautiful am, in June. I am really confused yeah. about this nail hammering thing, and I don't want to let it go. You so, it's a, a competition okay. where you, you hammer nails yeah. into in a bar? In the board? middle of a bar, you have, um, you have um, a piece of wood. Yeah. And then you get nails, and then you get a hammer, and right. then you have one... Person have each each one of us and are, okay. A, and while this is happening, the scorpions are playing. Exactly. <laughs> Wind of change, whatever. Sure. Right. And um, Rocky like a hurricane. <laughs> yeah. Actually, a great song. Yeah, that, that is, is a, a great fight. song. It's a great That's song. a really great song. Yeah, it delivers. Yeah. But uh, and then you just start. You know, then it turns, and then on the first one, one you know hit with yeah. a hammer, and then you're the next. You're the next, and then. The Wait, the one, board spins in a circle? No, it's just like a wooden, um, what do you call it? Um, a block, a table? Exactly, a it's block. A, block, a block of wood, yeah. And then you just start hammering. It's but, really stupid. Is it a contest to see who can hammer the fastest? It is. Okay. It is. And I, it's really stupid. Another stupid thing is that they have old car wrecks, uh, a part of the uh, festival, where you can go in and then you can smash these cars. What? Oh, yeah. yes, exactly. Wait, wait, do you drive them or just, do they just have implements it, 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 there? It's it, it just implements there. You, wow. You, you don't drive them. You just you have you know all kinds of tools and then you just start smashing them. Can I tell you something? I think that having been to Copenhagen, I I really enjoyed it. And it mm. was on a tour of some other major cities of Northern Europe. And what did you smash while you were there? <laughs> I didn't smash anything. Not a, not a car? The patriarchy to some extent. That's nice of you. However, I feel like I would be worried about going to a heavy metal concert in Copenhagen or anywhere else in Northern Europe because of the number of people that I met who probably have swords Mm -hmm, mm. or battle axes. Like, I feel like about two-thirds of the men I met could credibly 
have a battle axe <laughs> at home, and I would believe it a hundred percent. Like, I feel like the, it, it was my it, it was my father's battle axe. <laughs> you were to Finland, right? Yeah, it sounds like you were in Finland. That this that is the typical description of a Finnish guy. <laughs> You know, yeah. six eight yeah. battle axe strapped yeah, exactly. to his back. We when when mm. uh, we when I was in, I want to say this might have been in Oslo, although it could could have been in Stockholm. I had a meetup of um, Max Fun fans there, mm-hmm. which we have a surprising number of fans there because everyone's English is better than mine. <laughs> And um, so I was at this, and we met a... It's I, better than me's, Jesse. <laughs> How many people attend uh, a max... Is it, do you call it in, convention or a meet-and-greet? In a meet-up. Meet There's levels of max fun events. Yeah. There are cons and there are meetups. You know. Yeah. I mean, like, if we're, in a, if we're in a city in a country that is not the United States, I think in, in wherever this was, it was either in Stockholm or Oslo, I think, there was like fifteen or twenty people. I mean, like oh, not nice. not nothing, right? And one of the dudes was a competitive sword fighter. He was a Viking. He competed in Viking competitions, <laughs> where it's like throwing axes, like fencing. No, with swords, swords. hitting each other, putting on armor, and hitting each yeah. other with swords. Yeah, yeah. you're you're like, oh sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, actually, you, we, okay. Speaking of festivals, yeah, they have Viking so you festivals. have <laughs> exactly where people meet up, and so uh, you have heavy metal festivals where there are <laughs> nail hammering competitions and car destroying exhibition. That's not a competition. That's no, just you can destroy a car for fun. The organization, wonderful Copenhagen. If they're listening right now mm-hmm. and they want to, you know, get tourists to Copenhagen, this is the perfect yes kind of. We're your thing. guys. We're your guys. Yeah, exactly. There's some nice museums as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you can go to. The so nice those museums. are your top things, or you're going to be your heavy metal festivals. Yeah, weekly uh, Iron Maiden concerts. Yeah, uh, your car destroying. And then also you can you can rent a bicycle and you can just ride anywhere. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. You can get anywhere on a bicycle Someone in Copenhagen. Someone will knock you off and destroy it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, if they have one of those battle hammers right. like yeah, that guy yeah. from Game of Thrones. Oh, by the way, all of the people on Ga- Game of Thrones are Danish. Yeah, they are. Every they, person wow. on the show. Yeah. So so when you when I don't know you guys watch Game of Thrones over there and you do you recognize people from like Danish sitcoms? Like what? I feel like I don't understand the question. So oh, yeah, like, if you is, are they like known Danish actors? Yeah, yes. they really are. Nikolai Costa Valdau. Oh right, sure. Yes. Um, he is one of the Jamie Lannister. Exactly, one of the biggest, you know, Danish international actors. Yeah, he and was sort was, of he's sort of like the Danish uh, three and a half men. Ah, sure, two and a half men. <laughs> two and a half yeah. men. Thank you. Well, he's the third. <laughs> he's the third man. <laughs> they really kicked it up a yeah. notch when they he's took a it. Tall overseas. guy. So yeah. that's a, that's an extra man. And then there is Pilu Espek. Uh huh. I don't remember. Recall that he's Game of Thrones name, but he came in in this season. Or that he's season? the crazy bug-eyed ocean guy, right? Yeah, the he, guy who is the king of oh, the sure. octopus people, mm-hmm. and he goes around screaming and killing people. Yeah, uh, like the like those uh, snake ladies. And, and then there are female acts. Also. I think that's no. a pretty yeah, good yeah, that's it. I think we all know what you're talking about. <laughs> He has an. By the way, great job this season on Game of Thrones with the, uh, giving everybody a signature weapon. Yep. <laughs> and we have uh, finally. It's more no, like Golden Axe. The, the guy playing uh, the Russian president in uh, House of Cards. Okay, yep. I, I is, don't uh, watch, but uh, he's a uh, Lars Mikkelsen. Oh, okay. Uh, he's uh, yeah. 
Danish actors. Also. Here's the thing about here's the thing about the Danish entertainment industry. For, <laughs> I've got a lot of experience with this, Jordan, because sure, I was clearly, in Denmark yeah. for nearly a week. Who better? Yeah. And uh, my experience was that because there's only what like five million exactly. people who speak Danish. Yep. yep. Like there will just be this person who looks like Jamie Lannister, mm-hmm. and this guy will be like, "Oh yeah." I host overnights on the radio station, and I work at the Kroger uh, bagging groceries, and I'm a movie star, um, and I'm the president of Denmark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like – they're just like yeah. everyone – but what's crazy about it is also that because of that – like I went to the radio awards. Mm-hmm. Everyone at the radio awards is an eight or higher. Like, you go to the American Radio Awards, Howard Stern may be the best-looking sure. person there. <laughs> At the Danish Radio Awards, everyone looks like a Lannister. <laughs> There's no non-Lannisters sure. there. There's no duds yeah. at the Danish you Radio feel, Awards. You feel okay about loading the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. As you know about a Lannister, <laughs> Game of Thrones <laughs> We only five... Six million people right. in Denmark. So we're very, you know, proud. And when someone from Denmark gets some kind of success, <laughs> we really... Yeah. Yes. We really <laughs> That's a nation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, this is our guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, we feel that way about Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> He's America's greatest. Buscemi. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have uh, Lars Ulrich from Metallica. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, anybody who is he now, is he Danish or is he just from Danish stock? He is Danish. Oh, okay. He is. I didn't know that. He is. Um, I heard a comic teller story on stage. Mm-hmm. I won't say who it was, but it was a San Francisco, formerly mm-hmm. San Francisco-based comic tell a story on stage. Lars Ulrich came to the Punchline Comedy Club mm-hmm. in San Francisco, saw his show, enjoyed it. They made friends, and Lars Ulrich invited him back to his house. And at Lars Ulrich's house, you know what a cake pan is? Like with a, like a cake stand. It's like made of silver, and then it holds the cake, and then there's a dish that goes and oh, covers yeah, yeah, the yeah, cake, yeah. and you lift it up, and yeah. he has that. But with a mound of cocaine. Ah. Whoa. That must have been in the old days, I think. Yeah, probably yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. yeah. Before, before Napster uh, <laughs> drove them to uh, – yeah, exactly. Anders, yeah. um, uh, can I ask – I want to ask yeah. – so something that uh, the, we met the first time when uh, you were uh, here last year. You came, to, mm-hmm. uh, you came to watch a taping of At Midnight. Yep. And I guess this is something that you, you do when you come over here is you try and, you know, you try and see American shows exactly. and you try and see other parts of the entertainment industry. Yeah. Um, based on how you do things on your talk show, uh, loosely translated, The Late Shift, mm-hmm. um, what, what are some differences between uh, Danish and American TV? We are only, as I said before, six million people. So they still still they, standard definition. And they address you by name. They do <laughs> yeah, segments exactly. for individual people or households. The uh, it's it's much smaller productions. Everything is smaller, yeah. you know. And um, yeah, so and because American television always been, you know, the inspiration for European television, all that. So. Um, yeah, the inspiration in the old days came from the U.S. and still comes from the U.S. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the big, you know, family entertainment shows are the big American formats. Um, so there aren't really a, a big difference. It's the production, you know, size of the productions. Mm-hmm. 
and of course the money in the productions. And then I think. also that every year you get six months off to travel the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we only do yeah we do ten weeks uh, in the winters slash spring, and then we do ten weeks in the autumn, and then. Uh, I'm off. Oh, I have my own production company, though. Yeah, yeah. So we do other stuff, but right. um, yeah. The rest of the time is money counting. Time. It is. <clears throat> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> do you have on your show, do you have a signature segment like how, you know, James Corden has carpool karaoke yeah. or, yeah. you know, Jimmy Fallon has Hungry Hungry Hippos? Like, what do you do? You, if uh, their signature segment is called "Try to Find a Seven, <laughs> this is where they go around trying to look someone, find someone who's only pretty good looking. Oh, Copenhagen. right, that's the Danish. Yeah, yeah. 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 We have um, several segments that are, you know, common. What, what do you call that? that Recurring. People, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let me see. We have. Um, in Danish, it's Victor Viden, legal info. Sure. Really, yeah, exactly. I'm just going to st- stick with the sure. Danish. Victor Viden, legal window. Victor Viden, legal info. Ananas Yain Jews. That one is Anders is dumb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the first is, one is Anders is yeah. ugly. <laughs> um, but the thing is about Nethold the Night Shift is that. Um, it's a it's a clip it's it is a talk show but mm-hmm. it's also a clip show so okay. it's very yeah um, it's clips all kind of TV clips just like wasn't that a show in the US called the Soup yeah oh uh, yeah. yes sure sure so I never really enjoyed the Soup but it's you know right there is a, yeah it's a clip show sure and then there's a different guests every night oh great yeah and and and, and the guest is uh, with me at the desk for twenty five minutes mm-hmm. so so it's for the full show. And then we, uh, you know, have these different kind of setups around the clips. Mm-hmm. So, and and, and we uh, try to, you know, segment every, not every clip, of course, but, but you know, a lot of clips in one segment and right. so forth. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, great. Um, so, and have you had Game of Thrones people on the show? Nikolai Kostovel, no. Oh, wow. How, Mr. Lannister. How did he, how did, how does, now how does he react to a clip? Is he good at he's it? He's very good at it. Really, really good at it. And uh, he's very entertaining, but I... Used to do a radio show in the old days, mm-hmm. and um, he's very beautiful wife. She's. Uh, I'm hot. surprised to hear that. Yeah. Sure, yeah, and it but doesn't add up. Yeah, he he. We have he's probably got a good personality. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've been doing the show for seven years now, and uh, maybe and he was on for the first time two years and a year and a mm-hmm. half ago or something like that. And we've been since we started in 2010. We um, asked him to come on the show, and he said no every time. And we just hmm. Have we said something about him? Yeah. Have we done something wrong? And then when the he other up, the other two Danish celebrities come on the show every year, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. and then uh, he showed up and uh, he was really good at the show. And then he said, "Yeah, but mm, I still remember when you did a, we, we did a pretty successful radio show that ended in two thousand and nine, um, and in two thousand and seven or eight we said something about his wife. <laughs> oh no! Okay, okay, he, okay. He, and he said." I still remember that, and my wife, she was really, you know, she yeah. didn't feel good about that. And I was, oh, sorry, someone should have told us, uh, sent us an email or something. Then we would apologize right away. Um, and she's very beautiful, very talented, good mo- I don't know her, but she's, she yeah. seems very nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he is a very nice guy. And yeah. he is, he has been a lot of times, I think he's been all over the American late night shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's very funny, and yeah, he's, yeah. Very entertaining, and he is really a nice guy. Have you have you thought about 
Now, I again, I don't know every segment on your show, oh. but from what you, from what, from what I've gathered from this conversation, mm-hmm. there's a point of pride uh, in your country about car destroying. Yeah, have yeah. you thought about? Maybe making that your signature segment. You know, you have the guest on, you banter, uh, you show clips, make jokes about the clips, and then someone rolls on a car, and then you and the guest spend the final 10 minutes of the show just going to fucking town on this thing. Yeah. Hammers, battle axes, bring in all the Viking Whatever weaponry. you've got at home, just bring just it. Just bring it, it to, to destroy the, the car. I'm going to do You're notes making now. a note I'm, on your phone. I'm do notes, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Great. That's a very good idea. I mean, as someone who has worked in American late night, I can like be some. I can be can consult. Yeah. And you're out of work. At... I'm out of as of this taping. Yeah, I am. Could, so could you? Is it? I don't know how it is for U.S. citizens to work in Denmark, but you could maybe you know go. F- we were starting up on here in the middle of September. Sure. Yeah. So you could come work. Segment producer. I would love exactly. to. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, you're the segment producer of the. What are we, what are we going to call the segment? Anders, I have yeah. an idea. I don't know how to say it in Danish, but mm-hmm. it's destroying cars with weapons that you brought from home, right? <laughs> yeah. What so, would that? Yeah, that's the name of the segment. Call, let's just call it. <laughs> Typical Danish <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> right. Let's call this and segment Danish Lilith Fair. Yeah. It, it is a yearly event. Yeah. It's a festival. Right. You know, where and we just drive around the country. Yeah. All over the all over Denmark. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. It, it's gonna work out fine. It would be a European car though, Jordan. Oh, it would sure. be an Opal or something. Okay. Opal. Yeah. Yeah. So Four yeah, maybe it's a yeah, maybe yeah. maybe maybe ten minutes is a little generous. Maybe it'll yeah. be like a seven minute segment, six yeah. minute segment. Yeah, I think so. Cars but there. I think that could be your your James Corden uh driving and singing. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, are yeah, we like we're smashing things. Are we are we singing? Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, you typical Danish Viking songs. <laughs> 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 Who's the Danish Adele? Can yeah. we get the Danish Adele? That yeah. would be, hmm, I don't know. You yeah. don't have a Danish Dale. Yeah, I'm sorry. No. Yeah, no. sorry we brought it up. <laughs> but we don't get, have to be sorry. But I'm sure the, the, <laughs> if the scorpions are on hand, oh, yeah, the scorpions are probably around. What are they up to? Yeah, Judas Priest. They played there three years ago. Wow, yeah. that's that's who and, you want destroying your car. And I live nearby the harbor where the uh-huh. um, the the festival is held, and I could hear the Judas Priest, and, and now I can't remember. What is the biggest Judas Priest song or the biggest? Uh, it's just Breaking the Law. Breaking yeah. the Law. Yeah. Exactly. I, I can, can, sma- I can smash a car of that. I was making, yeah, dinner for the kids. I interviewed uh, Rob Halford of mm-hmm. Judas Priest, yeah. the front man of Judas Priest, yeah. about his Christmas his Christmas solo album yeah. that Christmas came out a few years ago. Um, and uh, I, I, can, have talk, I have talked to several metal guys. Yeah. Who have independently brought up to me how much that album fucking rules? Yeah. Apparently, metal guys—that is not a jokey cash-in, but to the metal guys I've talked to, that is a legit great metal album. But I I certainly enjoyed listening to it, and I can say this about Rob Halford of Judas Priest: perhaps the most charming man alive. Mm-hmm. Like he is such a delight. He is such a lovely guy, but also so totally metal. Mm-hmm. Like he is sixty. Or 65. I don't know how old Rob Halford of Judas Mm -hmm. Priest is, but somewhere around there. And uh, he is just hilarious, but also carries with him at all times a a secret, only slightly hidden metal Mm hyperintensity. Like at at any moment he could explode into metal, but he's being incredibly genial Mm -hmm. at any given second. 
Yeah, Rob Halford, one of my fa- one of like one of the best people I've ever interviewed for for Bullseye. Just a joy. Um, sorry, do, do, no, so you're 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 trying to sleep, and you're getting you're getting rocked by this music festival that's going on outside your no, window. No, it was just you know I could just hear Judas Priest, and then the year before mm-hmm. after that, Iron Maiden played. I, oh, I've, yeah. I've, I've never been to the, we've been talking about this festival for not, what forty minutes now, <laughs> and I've never been there. Well, yeah. I mean, it's becoming but, increasingly obvious this is the only interesting thing in all of Denmark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and. Of course, all the lovely sights of Copen. Were you were you doing the tourist tour when you were there, Jason? I I, t- I did a lot of walking. Yeah. I, I spent about a week walking, and I had a wonderful time. It is a beautiful city. Yeah, it is beautiful city. It is. I was sad I didn't get to go to the Willemsen Museum. Mm. It's outside of town, and I didn't have a day to spare. You know how that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what would you suggest if? Because I have never been. I have never been to, uh, to any, any anywhere in that zone. What does what does one do when one visits for the first time? You eat and eat and eat. And eat. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, the restaurants in Copenhagen are, yeah, one of the three or four, or five of them are voted top ten, top really? fifteen, of the best restaurants in the world. Okay. So the. Um, the whole food scene is very, very big, and with all the Michelin star, you have Michelin stars here, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, were you at some of the? Uh, I went to one of them. I don't recall what it was called. However, there is Noma. Okay. Yeah, uh, which was you know voted best restaurant in the world five years in a row, I think. Yeah, but you can't. It's, you know, it's hopeless to try and go there. Exactly. In, I mean, not for. Sure. Reinhold. Oh, yeah. I've never been Hello. there. Hello, I'm calling for lunch. I've been there for lunch. I'm calling from the night shift. I'd yeah. like, I'd like a table. They say, how many tables would you like? Do you need <laughs> say fuck off? Do you need <laughs> in a year? Do you need tables for your secure, secure. for your security details, sir? Yeah. Um, I went to a restaurant that was Michelin starred. Uh, that was by a guy from Noma who wasn't the Noma guy, mm-hmm. and it was on an island. In an abandoned warehouse. Whoa. Uh, I went by myself mm-hmm. uh, because I have no friends. Mm-hmm. Even in America, I have mm-hmm. no friends. So to expect me to have friends in Copenhagen is absurd. Mm. Well, I went by myself to this restaurant. In an old warehouse? In an abandoned warehouse on a, on a wharf in, on an island in the middle. Like, it's like literally you like cross four bridges and they just drop you off in a, a bunch of giant warehouses where they're building ships. And I sat down, and I was inspired by you, actually, Jordan. You, one, years ago, introduced me to the uh, concept of the shameless solo fans, mm. which Oof. a solo fans is where you go to a fancy restaurant yeah. by yourself and read a book while eating fancy <laughs> restaurant food. Um, and they sat, they seated me by the kitchen. And in Fun the, fact, also works at Wingstop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can also do that at a Wingstop. And uh, the most exciting part of it was... Um, the cooking was – it was an open kitchen uh-huh. and the cooking was very theatrical. And because Copenhagen is a legendary food city, people from all over the world are working in this kitchen, including a lot of Americans. Mm-hmm. And the, just the uh, – like uh, the, the sous chef or whatever would like yell out a thing mm-hmm. and then literally a thousand people in the kitchen would go like, yes, chef. <laughs> and it was, it, was, it was like being on a – it was like being on a Viking ship oh. with someone calling out the rowing. Sure, um, I th- 
It but with have been Noma, you were at Noma, I think. I was not at Noma. I was at a. I was not at Noma. It was a guy who had been at Noma, and yeah, then he went and started a different everyone restaurant. Everyone says that they have been at Noma on so. a weird <laughs> island. On a weird <laughs> island, and it had stars. I want to say it had two stars. What are the? Uh, it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't a football stadium. No. No, it was not at a football stadium. Jesus Christ, Honors, are you listening to my Jesse, story at all? Noma. Was, it's on a weird lo- island by where yeah, they but, build but, ships. Yeah, but that was, it was located. Noma had that kind of location. Well, it wasn't Noma. Fucking hell. I, I, okay. Anders, I think he was at Noma. I <laughs> think he was at Noma. John, you should go to a yeah. restaurant called <laughs> Wait, a- a- I think he was at Noma. Hold he on. Was- I wasn't at Noma. Here's the confusion. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was in the NoHo Arts District in there North Hollywood, you California. You're probably at the Pie Hole. I was in the Pie Hole in NoHo, no North Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. You should go to AOC. Oh, really? We have, an, a- we have an AOC here in L.A. Whoa. It is a very good restaurant. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway. This is named after the the two guys that started the restaurant. Okay. Uh, and then you should go to Geranium. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is... We're not doing flower stuff anymore. Sorry, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> and then Solorodko, uh, which is okay. a thirty-minute drive from Copenhagen, an old um, okay. French, that's fr- French food. It's wow. nice that it's yeah. nice. It's a thirty-minute drive. We could use the thirty minutes to try and learn how to say the name of the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just work so, on our pronunciation so the, the whole time. Long, yeah, long, just listen to a tape to the, the name of the to restaurant. To the uh, Michelin guy, and then they yeah. will help you out. But yeah, yeah so that's. And what are the what are the dishes? What do I need to get before leaving before leaving Copenhagen? Uh, the, the the what the dishes? Yeah, like what do you? Well, yeah, what are the what at, what, what are the best foods at, to get? Where, is there Noma, anything you can't? At Noma, the idea is they like go and wander yeah. into the woods and exactly. scrape some moss onto a piece yep. of bark mm-hmm. and then bring it back to you and serve it to you, uh, right? Ants, uh, raw shrimps, all that. Yeah. Um it's. The thing is uh, about a lot of the restaurants, they have – what they serve is they, they have a um, tasting uh, menu mm-hmm. and then you make it – maybe they serve you f- – it's 25 servings or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. Okay. 15 servings. And then you have a nice wine menu going with the with the, yeah tasting menu. And uh, so it's pretty – it's not snacks but it's not full. You know, yeah, like smaller plates. Exactly. Sure. And uh, so you get all kinds of different tastes. They're, and it's really, really good. Yeah. The thing, the thing that impressed me about being out and about in uh, Copenhagen was everyone is so good looking, and everyone is so Do you really believe, think everyone. So? Yes, everyone's so good looking, and everyone is so fit. However, <laughs> at, at <laughs> you, any don't, you time, disagree that people are fit at any time. At it any time, kind of where which part of the city? Ah, uh, sure. There's yeah. a there's the fit district. <laughs> <laughs> the part, if you, I guess if you spend your whole weekend yeah. smashing cars, yeah, you at least really, it works that upper body. You don't have to go to CrossFit anymore. You just <laughs> right. You smash the car and then flip yeah, the tire yeah, yeah. over as many times as you can. That, you stayed at Nurbul, right? The part of the city. Sure. Yeah, I believe that. You, you, I, I, because I remember uh, the part of the city where you slept. Yeah. There's a big gang war going on at the moment. Really? Yeah. Oh boy. Yep. Well, okay. So uh, the thing is, is everyone is good looking and fit. Including the gang members. Mm-hmm. Let's not put down the gang members. Very young and very fit. Including everyone at the shawarma place. Mm-hmm. By the way, in Copenhagen, I mostly ate shawarma. Okay. Uh, but the distinguishing characteristic of them is the co- combination of that and the fact that 
at any time of day, people are both drinking and smoking. Mm. Like at the same time, all day long, everyone in the entire city is both drinking and smoking. It is like... It is like Mad Men in minimalist sportswear. <laughs> like replace the suit and tie with a with a like a clean lines, yeah. like a modern like a navy blue polo like nice, shirt. Okay, and you're that's what you're looking at. Yeah, well, you that's are me. literally yeah, wearing. You're literally blue. wearing. <laughs> I am yeah. smoking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's usually a no smoking situation. We made an exception. Yeah, yeah. We didn't want to be culturally insensitive. <laughs> yeah. It is a, it is really something that Copenhagen. You know, yeah. done. I'm I'm going. That's Great. my next. Okay, yeah, let's let's go. take yeah. a let's take a quick break so Jordan can go to Copenhagen. Yeah. We'll be back in just a second <laughs> on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey Jordan Jesse Go listeners, it's Jesse here. We've got two sponsors on this week's program. Our first Chubbies. How many of us have spent our weekends in pants that constrict our legs or in weird, gross cargo shorts? Well, good news. Chubbies have something a little more comfortable and a little more stylish for you. They make short pants. They make casual shirts. They make swimming trunks. Jordan was actually just telling me he just went swimming in his chubbies, and he loved it. He felt aerodynamic, sleek, and fat. I took mine to the beach, and I was chill and relaxed. Go to chubbies.com slash JJGo today to get free two-day shipping on your order. That's chubbies, C-H-U-B-B-I-E-S dot com slash JJGo to get your chubbies in just two business days. Chubbies.com slash JJGo. And we're also brought to you this week with help from RX Bar. It's a whole food protein bar made with 100% whole ingredients. No half step in here. Basically, this is a very simple product. An RX bar is three egg whites, two dates, and six almonds. There's 11 delicious flavors. Uh, They're gluten-free, they're soy-free, they're dairy-free, and they're great for if you're headed out the door and you need something to eat for breakfast, uh, if it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon at the office and you're feeling peckish, uh, if you want to toss them in your bag for the airplane, gosh, I... I just got back from a long plane trip and finding something to eat when you have no idea when they are going – when or if they are going to be serving you food is a desperate situation for me. Um, you can bring them on a bike ride. Ooh, whatever you want to do, RX bars are, are simple and good tasting and they're good for you. For 25% off your first order, visit rxbar.com slash jjgo and put the promo code jjgo in there. At checkout. That's rxbar.com slash jjgo and enter the promo code jjgo at checkout. If you want to sponsor Jordan Jesse Go, drop us a line at Teresa at MaximumFun.org. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, it's MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. Let's get back to the show. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I am the paramedic from Denmark. <laughs> that's pretty good. What <laughs> a good nickname. He is ready to go. Yeah. The paramedic from Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> that's intriguing. Yeah. Confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, urgent. Mm-hmm. That's a sense urgent. of urgency. And? Yeah. 
A little sexy. It is a pretty sexy. A little sexy. Yeah. I like an EMT. Yeah, sure. Who yeah. doesn't? Yeah. I'll tell you who loves an EMT. Somebody in the midst of a medical emergency. <laughs> sure. <laughs> They're going to need some oxygen or whatever. Let's find out what that T stands for. Honk, <laughs> honk. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, when something momentous happens mm-hmm. to you, like uh, you uh, – have a rendezvous with a sexy EMT. <laughs> we ask you to call us at 206-984-4FUN for our signature segment, Momentous Occasions. Or in Danish, mm-hmm. um, here's our first call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go. This is Sam in Utah. I was just driving down the mountain road that I live on, and at one of the trailheads there was like uh, 10 or 12 goth kids with their camelbacks and water bottles. It looks like they're going for a fun hike, a little summertime goth hike. Okay. <laughs> yeah, goths at the beach are old news. Hiking goths is yeah. the new shit. Under, I, I imagine that you do have you have goths in your part of the world. We have. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have a goth festival in Copenhagen. Yeah, oh, but boy. Um, maybe next summer. I don't know. Yeah, we have goth people, but didn't all the goth people disappear ten years? Five, seven years ago. No, goth people are forever. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I don't think they I think it, die. I think it ebbs. Goth, <laughs> GFF. Yeah, GFF. Goth friends forever. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I think goth. That's I think the goth, best thing we've thought of in like three years. Yeah, sure Goth is. friends Merchant, forever. New, yeah. new merchandise. Yeah. New, new merchandise. Yeah. Yeah, new shirts. Yeah, exactly. Let's see those GFF tats <laughs> on you gothies. Yeah. Get it right, right under your... Your, right under your white rabbit from Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think goth kind of ebbs and flows. You know, I yeah. think there are there are boom times and there are bust times for goth. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I feel like I am seeing more goths in the wild these days. Yeah, I think there are more new teen goths. Mm-hmm. I think teenage gothism took a took a turn downwards when it became associated with mass killings. Sure, yes. Um yeah. but then in the years since it has come once again to be associated with individual deaths, uh, peaceful deaths. Sure, right. Uh, as it was meant to be mm. associated, mm-hmm. sort of Victorian style peaceful mo- release of death. And I think that, yeah, and I think that the great part about goths or, like, having goths in your community is kind of what this guy describes is that, like, when you see them doing anything that is not moping, it is fucking awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I – yeah, I think – obviously, I've talked about this on the show before, but we went to – we had a very, very goth guy in our dorms. Um, you know, like he had on like he wore like kiss boots around. Like yeah. this is how goth this man was. He wore the like platform monster boots, you know, around. Yeah, just for whatever. Le- yeah, sure. Over like, to his buddy's yurt. Leather duster fucking goth. Yeah. And but I mean, whenever I saw him in the dining hall, he was eating a waffle. <laughs> and I always and one time I saw him eating a waffle and drinking a Sprite. And I'm like, "Oh, that's the fucking best because you're a goth guy." Yeah, there was a girl in my high school. Mm-hmm. There was some there was some there was a variety of different interesting mm-hmm. goths in my high school. It being one of the I mean, when we were in high school in the late 1990s, mm-hmm. was one of the past peaks of gothism, Absolutely. a sort of sure. industrial that's when, goth. Yeah, that's when your 9-inch nailses and Marilyn Mansons were, you know, like just like regular pop culture things. They weren't niche. There was a there was a beautiful girl who was like a year older than I was. And she may even have been in the theater department. I don't remember in my high school. But she wore 
like a latex cat suit mm-hmm. to school every day. And it was amazing. The commitment is am- I, I You com- admire the commitment. <laughs> I couldn't even decide if I was – Wanted to. I couldn't even decide if I was nerdy or artsy. Mm-hmm. And she is like, oh, here's what I am. A person who wears a, a vinyl cat suit, a rubber cat suit mm-hmm. to school every day. In in Denmark, is the weather what is the weather for like and is it is it would it be kind to someone with the goth aesthetic? No, nope, not really. Okay. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Uncomfortable. Yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of uh, a lot of the goths in Denmark are seafaring goths. Oh, Ooh. sure. Yeah. yeah. So they can Nautical go, goth. They can go north with the summer. Yeah. The, sure. the goth environment. I don't. I don't really see them anymore. Yeah. No. Oh, interesting. The two goth people that were in Copenhagen. <clears throat> no. No, we don't see them. I think the main thing that would be interesting to see a goth person do in Copenhagen is ride a sensible bicycle. Mm, sure, yeah. Like in with a, a basket. Like yeah, and with a, a, a vital cat suit, yeah. of course. Yeah. I think like the one of the top things if you're American and you're in Copenhagen is just the amount of different types of clothes you can ride a sensible bicycle mm-hmm. around Copenhagen in. Yeah. Like just, you know, somebody's wearing a – like it's like um, these are the people in your neighborhood – from Sesame Street. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but they're all riding like, oh, there's a fireman in a full fireman suit yeah. riding a sensible bicycle. A baker holding a tray of buns, <laughs> yeah. with a little steam coming off. Them. There's a baby riding a yeah. sensible bicycle. Like every member of the community, they're all riding on a yeah. sensible bicycle. And a female doctor. Yes. Because yeah. women, can, women be can be doctors, doctors too. I agree. I agree with you on that. Thank you Jordan. for that round of applause. Too. You're welcome. You're welcome, buddy. You're the real hero. Thanks. Well, you and women doctors. That's right. But mostly you for celebrating women doctors. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm creating awareness. Let's take another momentous occasion call. Uh, hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. Uh, got a momentous occasion. I have had a slow drain uh, in my bathroom to the point that I could not use my sink for like a year. And today I took it apart, and what I found inside was a entire razor. <laughs> um, so that was a fun experience. Um, but my sink works now. Uh, anyway, thought you might be interested. Uh, thanks. You're welcome. Yeah, I mean, I applaud this guy for uh, for doing the home improvement project himself. I love it. Lord knows I'd like to be more handy around the house. God, I'd love to watch a YouTube video and then accomplish something. But he waited a year. <laughs> he had a non-working <laughs> sink for year. a year. What, where, what are you getting water in? It's, where do you wash your hands? How many sinks do you have to where one can just be functionless and it's not a big deal? A year. Was there gross water in there the whole time? That's a, It is a remarkable turn of events his commitment to not fixing it yeah is is the true story here <laughs> sure, yeah. i think you're right that it is fake news <laughs> that <laughs> that he accomplished something in light of the fact that sure. for a year he accomplished nothing <laughs> he resolutely yeah. accomplished nothing he lives alone yeah, <laughs> I think it's probably a safe assumption. Oh, his roommates have moved out. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, because yeah. of the foul, standing water in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's a, could be a goth thing. This could be another goth call. Maybe he's goth the... ro- roommates moved. Yeah, moved out. yeah, he's probably a beautiful hairless goth. Yeah, sure. 
That's why he's using all those razors and just dumping them down the sink. That'd be smooth. How did he... Smooth as death. Hey. <laughs> smooth like a skeleton. <laughs> I would like to hear a goth, uh, like, romantic call-in request show. Oh, sure. <laughs> like, hey, it's me, Mortimer P. Darkness. Yeah. You're listening... And this, Ew, this was a shout out for Lil Raven. Lil Raven. <laughs> this is Skinny Puppy. Yeah, right. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Hey, it took me a minute to think of a goth thing. Skinny Puppy was good. I was going to say Bauhaus. A... Sure. Well, both are both are good. Both are good. Congratulations. Pretty good bo- pulls for two guys who don't necessarily like that sort of thing. Even though one of the two guys thinks probably inappropriately too much about that girl in high school who always <laughs> wore a final body suit. Sure. Okay, if you have a momentous occasion, do give us a call, 206-984-4FUN. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey, Jordan Jesse Go listeners. We're about to have our 500th episode next week. I know, we can't believe it either. Tell us how the first 499 episodes of Jordan Jesse Go have touched your life. Give us a call, 206-984-4FUN. We want to know what Jordan Jesse Go has done for you, lo, these past, I don't know how long it's been, 11 years? Wow, we've both thrown a lot of our time down the trash, uh, but we appreciate it. Give us a call and tell us how it's changed your life, 206-984-4FUN. The Greatest Discovery is Maximum Fun's newest podcast, and it's about the new Star Trek show, Star Trek Discovery. It is not about the Discovery Channel. It is not about the Space Shuttle Discovery. It is not about any kind of actual discovery. That's right. It's about a pay-to-watch Star Trek series. That probably no one will watch. But we're watching it, Ben. We're watching it every week, and we're talking about it and giving it the classic greatest-gen treatment. What is that treatment, you ask? Ribald jokes and very puerile sex puns. (laughs) It's what we do. It's just two buddies joking around about Star Trek, a thing they love but are a little bit embarrassed to love. You don't have to know anything about Star Trek to love the show, so download our podcast every Tuesday at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be great. Hey, this is Griffin McElroy. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. And we've got a new podcast on Maximum Fun called Wonderful. Wonderful. It's an enthusiast podcast where we talk about things that we're excited about and things that you're excited about. Things like overalls. 24-hour Sudafed. The grand prize game. The fact that wombats use their butts to kill predators. The soundtrack to the movie Dick Tracy. The beach potion we call Bud Light Line. All these things and more every Wednesday. And we'll also talk about things that you're excited about. You can find us on MaximumFun.org or iTunes or wherever. I don't know. Just search Wonderful. Google it, you'll probably get there. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm the Danish paramedic. <laughs> Anders <laughs> Breinhold from late night television in Denmark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
A lot of people think this is a domestic program, Jordan. International program. Yeah. This this week's Mr. International. Episode... That's what that's what <laughs> Pitbull stole his name from. We this show was Mr. International. Then Pitbull yeah. came along. Yeah, ganked our style. A lot of people don't know this, but before we started doing this show in America, we were Hong Kong action stars. <laughs> right, exactly. So we sure. have worldwide box office clout. Yeah, we're probably biggest in India. Yeah. Uh, but after that, Copenhagen, Denmark, Kemp- Copenhagen, yeah. Denmark. Yeah. That's number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and number three is going to be Djibouti. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's yeah. all I got. Yeah. Just wanted to say the, I just wanted to say the name of a city that sounds funny if an, um, an English speaking American person says it. Sure does. Lake Titicaca. Anyway. Sure, you got <laughs> it's it. It's a lake, not a city, but. You know where I'm going. Anyway. Yeah, but you know where the train is headed. Choo choo. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anders, what a joy to have you on the program. Thank I would, you. Thank you very much for having me. I would ask you to plug something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, uh, you. when we became friends in Denmark, you were kind enough to follow me on Twitter. I followed you on Twitter, mm-hmm. then realized all your tweets were in Danish. Danish. <laughs> yes. yeah. Are you still following me? No. No, no. I unfollowed you. I felt bad. Oh, I felt bad must. about it. You my, can translate it now. My best you can translate in the it. US unfollowed me. Oh, I know. Oh. I know. Uh, but we do, have, we do have listeners in that part of the world, apparently. Mm-hmm. So if you, yeah. do, if you do have Danish television, is is there something people should tune into? Yeah, it is your show, probably your show. Yeah, your show. Tune into my show. Yeah, that, yeah. Will, that will be uh, watch it. Yeah, and the news at seven and all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Make sure to yeah. Stay, stay tuned for your local yeah. news, everybody. Or Dancing with the Stars. Oh, great show! Yeah, great very show! Great television. Yeah, a lot of good shows yeah. out there. Yeah, I I think probably even more than the Night Shift, I would say Dancing with the Stars, right? Because it's got just stars on it. Not that you don't have. I've been asked Nicholas you, Winding You've been asked to, yep. <laughs> to, to be, to be on, on Dancing, Dancing with the Stars, with the stars? Yeah. but you turned it down. Yes. Why? Both times. What's the what was the thinking behind because it? Because I'm I think I'm too young to do it. Okay. And, uh, maybe in 10 15 years, I don't know. And, yeah, and then yeah. I really can't dance and then uh I said that the salary they they should call back. It's a, it's a public joke that everyone says when they're being asked if they want to participate in Dancing with the Stars. That they want a million Danish corner, mm-hmm. um, and then they start, you know, raising the uh, the salary. So now some people get a million. Oh boy! And uh, the problem is, we said, yeah, call back when I'm ready. When you're gonna pay me a million? Yeah, corner. yeah. And the problem is that they do that now. So now you have to say, I will do it if you pay me two million. <laughs> And uh, probably they will pay people two million in a year and a half, or next season, or the season after that. So now it's just you don't have to call anymore. Maybe in five years, yeah. when everything is going down and the show has been cancelled and all that, <laughs> then I'm more than ready to go there for a hundred thousand. But <laughs> okay, all right. But <laughs> no. honors, this is a str- yeah, this is strategic. You're just holding yeah, out for yeah, the right exactly, time, exactly. the right amount of money. Yep. It's yep. not so much. It's not so much an issue of uh, the salaries or the place in your career. The problem is. Hyperinflation. There's been a sure. run on the banks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because of your unstable economy. Mm-hmm. Is that what the exactly. issue is? I mean, just started. people have 10 million kroner bills yeah. and they can't even get anyone to. Oh. Everyone is. Everyone's assets are in gold bars now. Yeah. Well, and the and everybody's you know, and the government is paying Motley Crue to reunite. <laughs> right. <laughs> right in uh, right you know within earshot of your house. Yeah. Yeah. No, <clears throat> that's not going to be an issue. I'm not going to be on Dancing with the Stars. No. You're more of a big brother guy. Yeah. yeah I'm much more <laughs> like a big brother guy. Exactly. 
Oh, uh, what do you call it? Um, survivor? Yeah. Sure. You've sure. got Survivor in the U.S., right? Yeah. We sure do. People yeah. are still surviving. If you're in Denmark and you don't want to uh, watch the night shift with Anders, that's not the only way you can catch Anders. You can also catch him on a Danish Family Feud. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> um, as, and I should, we should be clear. Family Feud. <laughs> <laughs> And we should be clear, not fjord. not as the host, as a contestant. Sure. He, exactly. he exactly. his mother, yeah. brother, yeah. wife, and, and three then, beautiful children. Yeah. Just and, and funny as the day is long, just so sure. precocious. These kids say the craziest stuff. And Steve Harvey, <laughs> who hosts Danish Family Feud sure, as yeah. well, uh, Steve Harvey will give a take to the camera, like what? Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. <laughs> Me, a homophobe? <laughs> He's homophobic. Yeah, sure. Steve Harvey, we don't care for him. Um, but Wars. but fun. I yeah. like when he makes a take to the camera, but against his homophobia. Mm. Yeah, storage wars. They we have don't Danish have storage wars in Denmark. Do you we, have? We a, don't have a Danish. You know, uh, we have a, the international version, but not the uh, local version. You know, mm. a television show I watch. Uh, the inter- uh, there's two television shows I watch the international version of. I watch Canadian Pickers, mm-hmm. the Canadian version of American Pickers, mm-hmm. which is a show where two uh, two a- antiques goobers travel the country buying. Like in Canada, they buy a lot of cowboy lassos and then in America they mostly buy old gasoline pumps (laughs) from uh, like old old men who whose wives have died and have nothing left to live for but their storage units on their farms in Iowa (laughs) and then I also watch Antiques Roadshow which is like a fancy version of that do you have either of those formats in Denmark Antiques Roadshow is it called Antiques Roadshow Antiques Roadshow Yeah, yeah we have that in Denmark yeah, I've watched the shit out of that. Give mm. me some subtitles. I'm watching fucking Danish Antiques yeah, Rojo. And you people show yeah, up with an old watch or an old painting, whatever. Fucking Royal Copenhagen. <laughs> yeah. And it yeah. says, it, what, what is it worth? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> then I'm going to keep it to myself. Yeah, do that. It's... <laughs> Sounds like the same as ours. I like, yeah, yeah. I like that Danish. Uh, the Danish Antiques Roadshow is just bleak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's an existential crisis. Like American Antiques Roadshow is all about everyone getting excited that their shit's worth so much. In Denmark, it's just about crushing people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah sure. Like yeah. a like a car at a metal festival. And they're like, <laughs> "What did you expect in winter? Our days are at seven hours long." <laughs> Yeah, well, Anders, it's been a joy yes, to have you on you the program. Coming. Thank you thank so much. Thank you very much. And uh, you're more than welcome to drop by uh, yes. the late shift or uh, something else when you're in Copenhagen. Well, that's a hollow promise, but we're very grateful <laughs> for it anyway. And when you say drop by, it's you. what you mean is that there is some uh, – usually there's a janitorial team, mm-hmm. but usually someone's out sick because of the socialized work schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody gets eight weeks of vacation. So yeah. there's five guys, but usually somebody's out. So grab a broom and pitch in <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. is basically yeah. what you're saying. Danny yeah. Baruela on the boards this week. Our producer, Sonny D. Brian Fernandez. Back. Back from England. And when you better hear this. than ever? Yes. We'll find out, won't we? Will, we? we will. We're gonna do we're gonna do a full battery of tests. Let's see. Yeah. We're gonna put in through an NFL style scouting combine <laughs> yeah. and see how that triple jump is doing. Um if you want to talk about Jordan Jesse Go online, that's great. We encourage you to do so. Hashtag it. Hashtag it JJ Go on Twitter. Like us 
on uh, what's that website called? Uh, Facebook. Yeah, you got it. That's the one I'm talking about. Maximumfun.reddit.com on Reddit. Did you see uh, the guy who posted uh, the it poster that says "It me, I'm Matt"? Sure did. And did you notice that uh, the you can just barely see the reflections of our faces in the red balloon? It's the little details. Oh my goodness! What a gorgeous Good piece meme. of work. Good Thank meme. Thank you to you, sir or madam. Um, yeah, that's all. That's all. I'm. Uh, we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Bye. Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.